Hey there, this is Terry Cowley, weekday breakfast presenter on 1FM Shepparton. Thanks for checking out this podcast. It was recorded live as part of The Brecky Show, which you can catch 6 to 9am Monday to Friday. There is a really interesting new art installation that is going to be in Jubilee Park in Avenal. It's pretty complex and very different and unusual to explain. So I'm going to leave that job to the guy who is behind it. His name is Dr. Peter Hill. He is a Euroa-based, Glasgow-born Australian artist. Good morning, Peter. Oh, good morning, Terry. I when I received the information about your installation, the Art Fair Murders, I was very intrigued. Um, I don't know if I've ever seen anything like it. I've done a fair bit of research and reading about you and what you do, but I still have no idea what is actually going to be in Jubilee Park in Avenal for the month of November. Can you enlighten me? Ah, yes, well, I'll try to, and uh, I'm still putting it all together just now, but um, basically what I'm, the artworks I make I call superfictions, and they exist sort of halfway between literary fiction and um, installation art. So I'm trying to make something in the gap between the two different art forms, and um, uh, I maybe should explain the idea behind uh, the art fair itself, um, um, art fairs tend to happen in huge cities like Berlin or New York or um, London, Sydney, Melbourne. And um, I like the idea of trying to bring the, the idea of the commercial art fair um, to smaller regional towns and cities. And I've done this in Geelong and in Hobart, as well as big cities as well. So the, um, the, the art box, which the Strathbogie Shire is a, a, a wonderful thing that they've come up with, and it's currently in Avenal and it started off in Euroa, and it, it will travel around about seven or eight different towns, most of which don't have art galleries, and you, you get kids growing up there where, where they don't see much art at all. So it's a terrific initiative. And uh, the size, of, it's a converted shipping container with video facilities and sound, and... Um, beautifully done and um, solar-powered. And uh, it's almost the size of a commercial art fair booth that you get somewhere like Jeff's Shed in Melbourne where they have the, the Melbourne Art Fair. So um, I'm creating this fictitious art fair booth and within that I'll place clues to different possible murders, a bit like a, an Agatha Christie um, novel perhaps, Um we, we won't find out who the actual killer is, but maybe some of the victims. And um, the idea behind it is that there's a, a serial killer in the art world going from art fair to art fair in the year 1989. And um, each month, a different art world personality is killed. It might be um, an artist or a gallery director or a, an art transporter who delivers the artworks to these venues. And, um, yes, it sort of it, it builds on from that. And um, so it's uh, there's a lot of clues involved, and um, those clues, rather than going out in the pages of a novel or inside an ordinary art exhibition, they sometimes take on a life of their own on Instagram. My account is superfictions1 on Instagram, and 
I'll be posting a lot of images from Avenal in the coming weeks. And um, sometimes it involves what's called psychogeography or uh, turning walking into an art form. So in different venues in the past, I've constructed walks from a central point that um, uh, sometimes they're directed and sometimes they're um, quite free-flowing, walking and talking and thinking. Um, so, yeah, that's that's probably as well as I can um, describe it. I'm still struggling to imagine what what um, the experience would be like. So you walk into the art box, you're seeing clues. What else are you seeing, Peter? Yeah, well, there'll be, um, there'll be some paintings and some sculptures that I've made, often supposedly by different fictitious artists, because I've created many fictional artists over the years. And um, so it'll be set out a little bit like a, a tiny art gallery, if you will, but it's um, just one slice of something that's uh, much bigger. And um, I, I guess it exists in two parts. There's the, there's the visual look of what will be inside the box, and you can hopefully appreciate that without knowing anything about the art fair murders but some of the artworks will contain clues to the ongoing narrative, if you like. Um, so within, within the book, and I, I, I found as an, an artist and a writer, and I've always enjoyed working in both areas, you know, ever since I was at school and then at art school. So my perfect day would be sort of spending the mornings writing and the afternoons making artworks. And um, um, and this was also a way to bring those two passions together. And um, especially back in the 80s and 90s, some people were talking about the death of painting and how painting was exhausted. And other people in the literary world were talking about the death of the novel. And I sort of thought, I wonder if I brought those two things together, if something fresh could emerge out of these two so-called dying subjects, which... Um, I never believed either of them was dying, by the way. But, well, you're, um, I'm sure you were right about that. Yeah. <laughs> they're still here, aren't they? They're still here, yes, and getting stronger and better all the time. So it is it is an art experience, as you say, perhaps in locations where there wouldn't normally be art, so there's that benefit, and there is just, you know, the mystery of what you're creating, a bit of a, a whodunit, but your super fiction is really a bit of a comment about the art world, isn't it? Um, yeah, it's, I suppose it's a critique both of the art world and of the literary world. Um, and um, I mean, just as an experiment, when I was teaching painting in Hobart in Tasmania, which I did throughout the, the 90s, and when I started this project, I, I put a, a tiny classified small ad in the London Review of Books. It was about the smallest advert I could afford to take. And um, I just summarized the plot, said the art fair murders, um, uh, this uh, this project will be auctioned on the internet from such and such a date. Um, 12 murders, 12 cities in the year 1989. And um, I got no response to it at all. So the next month I put exactly the same ad in, uh, planned to do this. And I said auctions will begin from $500,000 
And just by placing the money into this small ad, I got a huge response from publishers and agents from around the world. What did you take from that, Peter? Well, um, uh, just how money can be a tremendous driving force, I guess, in many of the arts or in the the substructure of the the arts world. Um, I didn't follow up on any of them, but I, you know, I I, I collected all the responses I got and. Um, a couple of agents were quite angry, saying, you know, what right does a beginning author have to expect $500,000? And then others were saying, send us the manuscript. And um, but, you, you, uh, like, you like to be a bit subversive, don't you? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and just... A testing, um, test, testing mechanism as well. My, um, my first superfiction in 1989, I created the world's biggest new museum in New York on Park Avenue called... The Museum of Contemporary Ideas, and um, except that it didn't exist, didn't exist except <laughs> for the uh, <laughs> the press releases that I sent to Reuters and Associated Press and um, art magazines around the world. And um, but I, I always try to undercut my projects, and um, I put lots of bad puns in English into the press releases. So if somebody read them closely, they'd realise something was wrong. But um, uh, you might be um, your reference to the Earn Mally hoax, perhaps. The Earn Mally, Mally <laughs> indeed, yes, yeah, no, the comparisons have been made there. And um, but um, uh, what I, my testing thing was to see what would happen when it got to Germany and Italy and Japan and places where the puns might go unnoticed. And um, in fact, stories were written about this museum and um, as if it was was real. Yeah, and I, I guess, guess those people weren't very happy with you when they found out. <laughs> so we're talking about all this stuff you've done across the art and literary world, across the world. I have to ask, how did you end up in Euroa? Oh, well, it's such a lovely place, Euroa, and uh, Avenol is too. But um, I was actually on a round-the-world lecture tour before COVID. I'd spent um, sort of six months of every year in Scotland and six months in Australia. I have an Australian mother and a Scottish father. And um, and then COVID came, and uh, I was in Sydney at the time, and uh, ended up in lockdown for uh, well more than a year, and um, looking for somewhere to live. And my, my former uh, gallery dealer Judith Pugh um, knew of um, a place in Euroa that I could rent. So um, I've been here for two and a half years now, really loving it. Fantastic. And I'm sure we haven't heard the last of your um, your art escapades, if I can call them that, in the local yes. area. Yes, and, and when, I, when I'm in Avenal, I want to experiment, you know, adding to the plot and the mystery. And um, I've just discovered within um, about 100 metres of um, where the art box is, is where Ned Kelly's father, Red Kelly, is buried. There you so, go. Uh, that, 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 that could, uh, yeah, lead that to might, some creativity. That might <laughs> There might be a Ned Kelly chapter or a Red Kelly chapter coming up. Now, what the, the sorts of layered things that we're talking about uh, this morning are kind of hard to encapsulate in a 10-minute conversation. But what I would suggest anyone do is just get along to Jubilee Park in Avenal and have a look at Peter's The Art Fair Murders installation. And as you say, the Art Box initiative by Strathbogie Council where art is able to travel around to the smaller towns is a fantastic idea. So I'm intrigued to see it, Peter. 
Lovely. Good. Thank you very much. And it'll be in, as I said, Jubilee Park for the whole of November. So thanks very much for your time. No, thanks very much, Terry. We've been speaking to Dr Peter Hill about the Art Fair murders. Check it out in Jubilee Park in Avenal. Certainly something different. Having trouble with your internet? Has the NBN failed you? Are you only able to get the slow satellite NBN with very limited data? Are you not able to get the NBN at all? Starlink is the answer. This is a standalone internet system that I personally use at home and have tested at speeds of over 250 megabytes a second. If you are fed up with slow, unreliable internet, then call us now and book a service call to see if Starlink is right for you. Jason's TV, 0403 688 1FM sponsor. You know the garden could do with a makeover, so what are you waiting for? Cleves Garden Supplies have got everything you need to get the job done and they're open seven days a week. Coloured mulches, decorative pebbles, river stones, crushed rocks, sands, gravel, sleepers, topsoils, pavers, you name it, they've got it. They'll deliver small loads and big loads straight to your door. Drop in and see them at 20 Wanganui Road, Shepparton or give them a call. 58212 111. That's 58212 111. 1FM sponsor. Station sponsors McNamara Real Estate are now servicing the entire Goulburn Valley area. Our proud local family-run business is pleased to offer you a comprehensive service that comes with decades of local real estate experience between our team and is the region's best value agency, offering the area's only all-inclusive cat price commission rates. That's right, capped price commission. So if you're considering selling your home, please contact McNamara Real Estate on 5831-6405. That's 5831-6405. Or visit us at McNamaraRealEstate.com.au. Patentina's BP service station North Shepparton has been serving people living in and visiting our region for now more than 50 years. There's no other place you can still experience driveway service delivered with a smile, the old-fashioned way. Supplier of BP Ultimate Fuels, they will wash your windows, check under your bonnet and even do your tyres while you wait. Next time you're filling up, do it at Patentina's BP service station. GV Highway, North Shepparton. 1FM sponsor. You've been listening to a 1FM podcast.